Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, DK Diamantes, and here at the Adeptus Ridiculous, we give you a crash course on the crazy that is Warhammer 40k. I'm a bit of a novice, Bricky is a near lifelong Warhammer fan, and today's episode, I have no idea what's going on. It's all been kept a secret for me, but before we get into that, Every episode, I feel like we have to give an enormous shout out to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous because you keep crushing these goddamn goals. We annihilated, you annihilated the $5,000 tier on Patreon, so the anime cut will indeed be released, but we'll talk about that later. If you enjoy today's podcast, please please be sure to head on over to patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous and support the podcast, and thank you so much for the support. Now, uh, I'm told that Bricky has a big announcement to make. Well, there are three things we need to discuss. One, we need to get into the topic of the day, which I will still keep from you for a little bit. Two... Naturally, similar to the Adeptus Mechanicus episode where we reacted to the original Doge Van Dyer episode, we are going to be doing the same for this episode. So if you're curious if we are going to also be doing a reaction to the anime cut of Doge <laughs> Van Dyer, which Shy has kept hidden from us as well, uh-huh. uh, there will be one at the end of this episode, so do stay tuned. But more importantly, mm-hmm. we got merch! Oh shit! It's finally here! Let's go! I know! It's finally fucking here! Let's Merchant- go! Wait, I mean it's it's just the one. It's just the one. It is it is a plain old white t-shirt with a with a, a pocket design and a big old back design, but it's got a ridiculous on it. It's design I, I fucking love the design. It's like plain black ink. It, it's not fading. It's run all by your boy. Because I have like uh-huh. a literal, like like a literal printer where I put shirts on, like a like a direct to garment printer and everything. Ooh. The whole thing, it's it's simple. It's twenty five bucks. It sizes from small to triple XL. There's even a women's cut as well. It's a little bit you know a little more tighter around the shoulders and all that stuff. Whole thing, and you can find it in the description of the video. Or if you'd like, you can also check out technically the. Technically, the uh, link is is orchidate.com uh, slash collections slash uh, it's ridiculous. But uh, my, my merchandise site is called orchidate.com. But Ooh. if you there's a content creator section on tab, and if you click on that, you'll see us in big, big letters, Adeptus Ridiculous, with an awesome banner that Shy has has made. Let me let me show you this banner oh, that, that she had my. done. Look oh wait, there it is. Look at it! Oh, that's so cool! Oh, oh it's by Ted Zero. There's a little Necron in the bottom left. Oh my God! When you told me you had an announcement, I was like, "Oh, it's just gonna be the it's just gonna be the theme for the day. It's just gonna be the topic." And he'll probably be like, "Oh, anime cut, right?" Bop, 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 bop. This is so cool! I haven't seen the shirt. I have no idea what it looks like, but I am so ready to buy like twelve of them. Oh shit! Oh, oh yeah, I haven't shown you. Here you go. Here you go, buddy. Everyday apparel for me. Every everyday go. apparel. There oh, you go. That's so I know, right? Spicy. The back Yo. is so good. Oh, I'm I so love happy. It. With the exclamation question mark. Ah, oh, I love it. I love it. That's great. That's would... great. You you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. So any anyway, of course, uh obviously I am I'm US based. Uh, so shipping to the U.S. is easy. Shipping internationally is also something I can easily do. There's a good chance I go to your area. Uh, obviously, international shipping can be sometimes a little expensive. But overall, all I really want is to get it out there, get it available. I don't know how much stock I have. So hopefully go quick on that because I honestly yeah. don't know how many how many shirts I have for that one. So because I, I, honestly, like like for obviously I do my own merchandise stuff. And, you know, yeah. it goes here and there, but I have no idea, considering how fast they have blasted these Patreon goals, if they'll just be, yeah. like, like hounded. So, you know, Man. like, but that, that, no, Shy makes a good point. We can't be less reliable than Games Workshop. <laughs> we'll at least be more reliable on that. We won't have any scalpers. We're not going to have all that bullshit. <laughs> I, I did learn with... Um... 
Oh, what was it? It was like this giant demon thing. I forget what its name is. It started with a B. Bellacor. Uh, Bellacor. Uh, I did learn how unreliable uh, the supply is with Games Workshop and all about like the scalpers and stuff because apparently it's, sometimes it's really hard to get them. They sell out quick. I, we were talking about this on Shy's art stream. I don't know why they just don't scale it up every time. Like, oh, everybody bought this real quick. Maybe next time we'll do 50 more. So, I, anyway, that's neither here nor there. But yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't, it doesn't not important. It's totally fine. We're going to be more reliable than GW. That's all that matters. Let's go. And speaking of the Doge Van Dyer anime cut, our topic is the Tau. Oh, shit. We're doing the Tau today. We're doing the Tau. It's it's the <laughs> anime cut. We have to do the weeb faction. That's true. <laughs> if we're talking anime, the Tau, the, the Macross Robotech ripoffs. I'm so excited because I know nothing about the Tau. I know everybody hates the Tau. And legit, I'm kind of hoping that today's episode is like, oh, hey, I don't actually hate the Tau. They've got cool lore. Maybe, maybe I'm a Tau fan. Listen, man, I'm going to give them more respect than Luton did. So as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> we got this. No, it, it's it's OK. So I am I will be a I completely admit I am not the biggest fan of the Tau either. Um, after reading through their lore, I'm still not the biggest fan of the Tau. Um, they are a combination. They are both worse and better than you expect. Um, they're not that bad. Their lore is okay. not terrible. It's it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly serviceable, uh, but it, it's also still not quite enough for me to really get into it. It could be because they're a very recent faction, uh, mm -hmm. or it could be because they just haven't had the development of like you know your yeah, go back to Night Lords or Admech or something like that, right. right? And they definitely have a different vibe going on. Overall, they're not they're not bad. They are certainly not bad, and there is definitely something to be said for. People who like this kind of of uh, kind of storytelling and this kind of faction, um, mm -hmm. I myself am not as big into it. But there are some things reading through it; it's not terrible. Uh, okay. Long story short, oh no, you haven't played Halo, right? Oh. Well, I played Halo One, I played Halo <sighs> Two, and I played like I played through like maybe a quarter or like a half of Halo Three. Okay, okay. Do you, you know what the Covenant are then? Yes, vaguely. Oh my. oh my god. All right. Listen, DK, DK, if you're going to be a boomer, like you have to understand Halo. Like that's like that that bridges the gap between the boomer millennial generation. Well, it's just you got to understand like I I I'm not a boomer when it comes to like looter shooters. Like the the first looter shooter that I really got into was like Borderlands 1. That's like where my shooty bang bangs like start. That's like 2009. Um, That's not even that long ago. Modern Warfare 2 came out the same year. I, I, I know. That's why, like, when you're like, oh, Halo from back in, like, Xbox OG days, I'm like, uh, what? Um, if you, if you want me in video games, you got to go into, like, JRPGs and weeby shit, dude. Oh, well, good thing we're talking about the Tau, then. Uh-huh. Any, <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. So, fuck, there goes my entire example. Um, the, okay, so, so the Covenant, right? The Covenant, mm -hmm. Aliens... Aliens led yeah. led by a group of aliens that are the main the, the main top dogs the prophets right the prophet of truth prophet mm. of regret right led by them with a whole bunch of subservient uh, like races all working together as like one big homogenous alien group that's the Tau Empire the oh, Tau okay. Empire is the ethereals which we'll talk about that run the entirety of the the Tau Empire and then you have the Tau, which are your usual, like, grayish, blue-skinned guides without the nose. They look like little fish. Mm -hmm. um, the regular people, the Tau, which imagine, like, the elites of Halo. And then they also have many other subservient races. There's the Kroot. There's the Vespids. There's all these kinds of, like, other races. So, in a sense, they are a majority the usual Tau race, which is the blue guys that, and women that yeah. you always see. But there also are a bunch of under and like subservient, maybe subservient, like a homogenous group of other races that are used for various different types of things. That is, that oh. is the Tau. The Tau, I like to think of them as the Covenant because they have a very similar vibe. Um, so okay. if we go history-wise, the Tau Empire, 6,000 years ago, uh, 35th millennia, so about, you know, a couple thousand years after the Horus Heresy and everything, there was an Admech Explorer fleet 
It was checking out different areas of the galaxy, right? And they sure. saw the Tau, and they saw the Tau homeworld of Tau. You know, this is obvious. <laughs> um, and at the time, they were like a primitive people. They barely even figured out fire. Like, they were oh, super, really? super Stone Age, right? Okay. And so they kind of just were like, oh, whatever, not important to us. You know, <laughs> who gives a shit, right? And they left. Now, I don't remember if this is still canon. This may have been been removed. Uh, but originally, I remember that they there was they were going to keep an eye on them, but that was about it. Mm. And there was a gigantic warp storm that cut oh. off that whole area of space for like six thousand years. And when was it that, finally was that the Slanesh thing that caused the warp storm, or is this a completely unrelated thing? Un- unrelated, specifically okay. in the Tau area. Gotcha. Um, and then after six thousand years, the warp storms decided, and then they looked back. And it was like it was like looking behind you and then looking for and looking behind you again. And then there's like four guys behind you with like guns <laughs> like then they became this like super advanced civilization. They they blinked and they're like, oh, my God, they're space fearing. Well, how, how did that happen so quickly? Like, so the, the main thing is that far back in the Tao history, right back when they were primitive warring culture, they were very much a warring culture tribes. The usual kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there was this specific thing called the Battle for the Fortress City of Falton. Fioton. They always have like names like this, like Fioton yeah. and Sasea and Balton and et cetera. Yeah. Now, this is when the quote unquote ethereals, which I posted a picture of as the second image, were first Ooh. ever seen. Now, for a while, there was the people in this fortress city, and then there were the Tau Plains warriors. And they tried to negotiate a little bit, but the Tau warriors were like, nah. We're gonna we're gonna destroy your whole city. Fuck you. So for five years, the siege took place, which is hilarious because five years is like nothing in four hammer time. But for five oh, years, yeah. five years, this was a big <laughs> siege, and it wasn't until starvation and disease started to really take its toll on the people in the city mm-hmm. when two very mysterious Tau appeared. One okay. of them went from the uh, went from the area of the the actual city. And just kind of walked their way into the camp of the invading Tau. And it, huh. like having this like authority that no one really felt like they could resist. They were they were worried, but like they were just kind of let him they just kind of let him through. And the Plains Warriors also had a person just kind of walk up to the gates of the city and just enter. And after some time, the gates of the of the city opened and both groups started to persuade and parlay with each other and eventually those two people were known as the ethereals and they spoke of peace uh, the importance of understanding of something they call the greater good which you're going to hear a fuckload of Um, (laughs) okay okay the greater good is kind of their like mentality their their state religion like their creed Mm -hmm. it's a simple principle that all sentient beings should strive to ensure the greater good for the greatest number of beings in the galaxy. We all come together. We all work together for the greater good of everybody. Huh. You know, in in a Warhammer 40k universe, this is very unheard of. Uh, Very few people are just like, yo, peace for everybody. Let's try and get everybody under the same banner. Well, happy, happy, joy, joy, and good feelings. Be well, John Spartan. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That usually is just like, hey, let's all come together and fucking torture the rest of the galaxy for our benefit and just go on a mass genocide raid. Um, So this is very, very, where do these ethereals come from exactly? Did they just show up or? So it's not quite understood that these are the first times the ethereals were ever like, like documented as ever being a thing. Now they mm-hmm. look like Tau. Ethereals look just like Tau. But they've okay. got this little like diamondy thing in their forehead. And okay. it's a little bit hard to describe. Um we'll talk a little bit more about it. We'll talk about the casts. Uh but they have this little like diamondy thing in the in their forehead. And originally, and, and this is this is the thing, like originally that piece, like happy go luck. Well, l- let me let me Finish the, the Tau uh, history real quick, and then we'll talk okay, about sure, that more. Sure. Um, anyway, the Tau, with everyone talking about this idea of the greater good, peace and harmony, 
a truce was reached between the warring nations, and eventually ethereals started popping up across the entire planet with the same idea of harmony. And the entire planet united. And the entire oh. planet ceased to have any war for, like, oh. ever. And this is why they developed fucking massively. Science, the entire planet was united. Science, military, everything all developed simultaneously and extremely rapidly. And then they expanded extremely rapidly. And then they got spacefaring extremely rapidly. And they would go to other planets and other civilizations and be like, hey, they either colonized them, conquered them, or persuaded them to join into the greater good, to be a part of the greater good. And so these people like the Crutes and the Vespids and all, these were other races that said, hey, we want to believe in the betterment of all. Will you join us in that quest? And they were like, fuck yeah. Oh, that's that's actually kind of interesting. Like, from the perspective of, like, how did they advance so fast? It's like, well, because they stopped concerning themselves with, like, civil war. And, like, the whole planet is united. And if everybody's striving to just better... Like, if planet Earth stopped warring and we all just came together under one umbrella, we could probably advance pretty quickly, too. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I would hope, instead of war, you know, we're trying to just advance. Um, so there's not just, like, two or three ethereals. There's a lot of ethereals. Because you said ethereals were popping up everywhere. It's not like there's just three ethereals and they're just sort of like the uh, kings or whatever. Yes, that's basically the thing. Is There's actually quite a few. There, There's not as many as the oh, Tau okay. guys themselves, of course. Right, but yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're like leaders, and the thing, and this is something that I'm, I've kind of uh, I've glossed over a little bit, uh, but the the problem is, shy slice. Yeah, give it a try, humans. Instead of scalping 40k miniatures, try finding a job, <laughs> better mankind. <laughs> We're getting into uh, TNG territory, right? Yeah, well, th that's actually the interesting thing because TNG is like, cause, yeah, because like TNG is not. It's not Deep Space Nine. It's not this current generation of trash Star Trek. Like, that is... Everyone is happy. Everyone... Like, there's no poverty. There's no famine. There's nothing. Right? Because it's a perfect world where the conflict comes from either interpersonal conflicts or, like, prime directive. Yeah. You know? Like, figuring out... Like, moral here's a moral... Issues. Yeah, moral ethical mm -hmm. dilemma. Yeah. Um, the Tau are kind of in a similar situation where their rapid expansion into the galaxy is entirely for in the hope of bettering everyone else. They, they have many times gone to human planets and been like, yo, join the greater good. And some of them have. Really? Humans have joined uh, the Tau banner? Some people have. They're called uh, Guavesa. And, oh, cool and they yeah, uh, G-U-E uh, apostrophe V-E-S-A, Guavesa. Um, this is an apostrophe. <laughs> everything in this fucking fucking yeah. army has an apostrophe. Did you know Tau has an apostrophe? It's T apostrophe A U. Oh, I thought it was T A apostrophe U. I thought that was Tau. Okay, I knew there was an apostrophe in there somewhere. I, I mean, like, it's interesting because sometimes the people, the humans that went with it, are either like defectors who really hated what the Imperial had to do, uh, or sometimes and just they're fully incorporated in their own in their own manner. The thing is, though, at the end of the day, obviously, this is like, like, I don't think you could be more her heretical than that. Yeah, like, probably not. That in their own right is like, holy shit. Uh, but at the time, you know, there's a lot of just like far fringe imperial worlds that they don't want to have to deal with. And they're like, hey, you are literally welcome with us. You don't need to go fight chaos and shit. Like, you, you don't need to do the imperial tide. Like, you are welcome. And they're like, yeah, all right. Huh. Now, fortunately, it's got a little too happy for people. Uh, I was going to say, like, this seems way too happy for 40K. And, like, so far to me, the Tau seem like the, Tau seem like the good guys. Like, th they don't yeah. want war. They want peace. They want happiness for everyone. So there's a couple things that, that steered away from this. So this is the problem with the Tau. It's that the Tau kind of have this. is It's Games Workshop's fault. Um, there is a bit of, like, knee-jerk reaction to some of the Tau stuff. When the Tau oh. came out, they wanted the, they wanted the good guys. The GW wanted the good guys. 
And because they wanted the good guys, they made a do-nothing-wrong faction like the Tao Empire. And that did not sit well with people, because we were like, how dare they don't commit genocide? That's like the point. Fuck you. <laughs> and so I got into Warhammer. Yeah, I wanted to kill things, and, and large swaths of them of said <laughs> things. So they kind of... I don't know if I'd say the word retcon, but they, it's the idea that they kind of learned more about the Tau nomenclature. And the assumption is that the ethereals themselves, that have a little diamond in their forehead, right? Mm -hmm. They're either very mildly psychic, or they give off these, like, pheromones, or these, like, kind of, like, I don't know, pheromones, like a scent? I don't really know exactly how to describe it, but... Sure. Some, something pheromones, along yeah. those lines, right? They give off these kinds of pheromones, and because of that, it sways the minds of those around them. Uh, so the concept is that the ethereals aren't just doing it because they want to be the goody good two shoes. There's a possibility that they're actually, in a sense, kind of brainwashing lesser civilizations and uh, brainwashing their own into following them. Because these are the leaders. The ethereals are indeed the number one, like, highest rank people they are the governors they are the yeah. leaders they are political uh and religious leaders mm -hmm. so it's kind of got this like like the prophets in halo you know yeah. fire the ring and the great journey and and, and in reality they're manipulative pieces of shit yep and they're gonna cause the end of the fucking galaxy or the end of the universe mm -hmm. um oh man I actually kind of liked it better when they were just the good guys. Um, I thought it was like, I, I think it's kind of interesting in like a Warhammer 40k universe that there's just this faction that's like, hey, we just want to we just want to make everything better for everyone. I don't like the idea that they're like brainwashing people with their psychic pheromones. I liked it better when they were just let's make peace, everybody. Yeah, it's one of those things where I feel like they GW had players who wanted to shit talk Tau and they couldn't find any good shit talking options besides <laughs> Weeb, and so they they had to find like a you 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 communist brainwashing bitches. Oh no! <laughs> so uh, it's it's weird because like personally, I prefer. I preferred the idea of of that, but I like it maybe less on the pheromone side. I like the idea of these people are just abusive political leaders and, and mm -hmm. they, they just, they found a way to take over the entire society and make it belong only to the ethereals. Right. Um, that being said, they are still significantly better than every other race in Warhammer. <laughs> they still do accept younger races. They still do attempt to try to like, like they literally have moment or times where they're fighting the humans and they were like, you can still believe in your emperor. That's fine. We don't care. Like, believe what you want to believe. You can still join the greater good. Oh, really? So if you were in the Imperium and you're like, eh, peace sounds great. But listen, like I'm an emperor worshiping Humi. They're OK. They, they don't really give a shit what you believe in as long as you're like, yeah, I'm Tao. Yeah, like so long as you as you work well, as long as you de dedicate yourself to the Tao Empire and to the concept of the greater good, you can you can worship what you want to worship. You can believe what you want to believe. Sounds like a good deal. Like it, it kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds like a really like in forty k. Why wouldn't you want to be part of the Tao? Well, because you don't want to be brainwashed. Well, yeah, when I guess when when you bring in the idea that they're using pheromones and brainwashing, but if that wasn't the case, it's like why wouldn't everybody just join the Tau in the 40k universe? The the Tau do have this um well, I, I mean it's very very obvious the Tau uh declare a large amount of their in like their um what would it be called like uh their basis or like their ideas from from eastern culture. I mean mm -hmm. besides besides just the gigantic fucking Weabumex. <laughs> um, it's, it's quite obvious. They, they do have a very, a very Eastern style to them. Sometimes a little bit too much. Um, okay. I, I don't know exactly the term for it, but it's, it's like, uh, I, I forget the exact term. It's not like cultural appropriation. It's none of that, none of that crap, but it's like, uh, mm -hmm. um, no, not, not racist shy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it definitely, it definitely does this thing where I feel like they're, they're using it improperly. Um, 
And I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like an Eastern, I'm not like Asian or anything like that. So I guess I can't really talk too much about it. But I would have liked it if they went more into like the feudal, like if they're going like more feudal Japan, like like oh, give, give them yeah. give them a whole bunch of like internal conflict with like uh, major families or seps that are constantly mm-hmm. at each other's throats and like it's always like a fight for the political power and. You know, right. they they have this like sense of honor and stuff, sure, but it's not like the similar sense of honor that other people have, and mm-hmm. it's definitely it's definitely a, a weird thing where it's like, I don't know, if you're gonna go the eastern route, maybe like don't half ass it. Oh, if that makes right, any right, sense? Yeah. yeah. You go feudal Japan though. You go you go bloody. <laughs> that was yeah. That was not a happy fun time. If you were like a warlord in Japan, you were like, I don't know how they slept ever. Um, with the amount without of getting their throats to... slit. Yeah, exactly. With the amount of people that would try and kill you and and take your seat, like it, and it wasn't even like your enemies. It's like your fucking brother would do it to you. Your son would try that shit, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. I don't know. It's it's, it's certainly DK. Tell your listeners that you're half Japanese until unless you're canceled. I am. I you're am canceled. half Japanese. Uh, I, I have, I have, oh, every, everybody knows, like, uh, uh, surely everybody knows about Oda Nobunaga, right? Oh, I, I'm, I'm hoping they do. It's a fucking interesting time. Oh, you know, yes, Japan is, is badass. Yeah. There's a Netflix I, uh, special on that shit. It's like a docu-series where they literally go over, like, um, yeah, this is off topic, but yeah, they go from, like, Oda Nobunaga up until, like, fucking, uh, modern times. It's, it's an interesting bloody time indeed. It's definitely like I've always like loved feudal Japan stuff. That's the thing is like I I hate anime and all, and all like the current Japanese culture a ton or not or like media, but like the culture itself I think is super fucking interesting. Agreed. Old old feel like I loved Sekiro. I loved the game, and and it's like I'm like when I played that I was like oh this is exactly what I was hoping for, and then like hey you gonna play Code Vein like nope. <laughs> That's the other side I don't like. Did I like? I, I oh yeah, yeah, shy. I I loved Ghost of Tsushima. I thought it was great. Question Ghost of Tsushima was fantastic. It, did you play it on Kurosawa mode though? I did not. Well, a little bit, but I couldn't do the whole game with it. It's too beautiful to play in all black and white. It is. It's it's, it's, it's fucking pretty. gorgeous. I I love I love that kind of stuff, which is why I'm a little bit sad that people seem to relegate very often to the Tao giant mech suits. And it seems like the, I mm. wish the characters had a little bit more of that, like, I don't know, that Fuel Japan vibe. But at the same time, I guess I, I get why, because the Tao don't do melee. Yeah, they do guns. Th- that's one of the few things I know about the Tao is, uh, I don't know if it was you, Luton, or somebody else completely that I heard it from, where it's like, if you see the Tao, they're probably not winning. Because they want oh, to yes. do everything from a distance. I, I told they you want that. To snipe you. Oh, it was you. Okay, cool, cool. Yes, yes. If if you if the tower visible, they're losing, because they have insane range and like just laughably accurate stuff from super far away. And so if you can see the tower, they're having a bad time. <laughs> um, but but like for example, here's a couple images I wanted to show you. Um, okay. Like this kind of goes more into the eastern vibe. Which like I kind of don't like. Obviously, the guy on the bottom, he looks like he's in like a spring roll, and he has like a like a jar of sake. I I think that might be that might be like fan art, but it's very, it's it's like I don't mind that stuff. I think it's decent, but then you get a little bit too hard into the into the the mechs and stuff. And I was gonna say like the as far as like just the armor on these guys is concerned, it looks really cool. It's not bad. No, I, I actually think the infantry stuff that Tao have look a lot cooler and are more interesting than the battlesuit stuff. The problem is that in the game, battlesuits tend to be the only way to play them. Um, yeah, oh. that's right. They have like the samurai shoulder too. The, the really big oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. samurai shoulder. Like, that's cool. I do like that stuff. It's just, but then they're like millions of battlesuits. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, did you ever play Red Alert? No. Like like command like command and conquer red alert, nope, never did. Ah damn, red, the the, the <laughs> third the third red alert game added the 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 empire of the rising sun, and they have a very similar oh, vibe. They have like okay. giant oni mechs and shit, and with like eye lasers and crap. Oh snap! I, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty neato. The only sad or humorous part is that every single fucking time you see Tao artwork anywhere, they're always losing. <laughs> 
Oh, poor Tao. Like, well, I guess like, they kind of have to be because, you know, if, if you're that close to a Tao and you see it, chances are they're getting fucked. It's, oh, boy, it's they're just, really getting screwed there. Jesus. It's just kind of sad because, like, so often the only thing that you can see is them just getting fucking annihilated. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, no, there they go again. <laughs> Mama, there goes that man. Um, so if you're a Tao fan, like, you... you <laughs> It's 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 tough. It sounds like it's kind of tough to be a Tao fan because every time you see official artwork, your guy's getting fucked. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird things where like you already kind of I I do feel a little bit bad for Tao players because mm -hmm. you know, we haven't even finished talking about the fucking army yet. Let me let me keep talking about the army real quick because we haven't even, okay. we've, we haven't even finished about like the actual like organization and stuff. Um, because we're getting too off topic with like the meta of Tao and not talking about yeah. the Tao. <laughs> Um, anyway, the, the society itself is, div um, divided into things called castes, mm -hmm. and each caste is based in, like, an elemental thing. So you have the fire caste, which is the military ground forces, the okay. earth caste are engineers, laborers, scientists, the water caste are diplomats, administrators, bureaucrats, the air caste are pilots and uh, officers of the navy, and then there's the ethereal caste. Uh, which is the political reverent. We, we talked about the, the yeah, ethereals yeah, yeah. already. Mm -hmm. um, so when they're split into these different kinds of casts, you know, you can, it's kind of cool because you can kind of pay them that way because you have like, the, you have the Navy, the, the Navy, the Navy, the <laughs> diplomats, the engineers. And under that, you have the different kinds of, uh, of sub-factions like the Kroot, for instance. The Kroot are a tribal gr uh, group. They're known as, kin their tribes are known as kindreds. And they also have like a shaper of them. They look like little like weird looking chicken things. Kind of, they're a little bit tougher though. Um, they live in like warm climates. Uh, they construct like giant houses of trees, little like, tree houses and stuff um, through like dead wood. Um, they they are also one of the things that they consume a lot. They're like carnivorous, I think. They eat a lot of flesh. They're they're like wookies. Yeah, yeah, they're like wookies basically. They look pretty cool, actually. They're not bad. They're, they're generally used as like shock troops um, because they're tougher and they're a little bit more melee oriented, hence the little uh, stabby bit at the end of the gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they are, they're also a little weird. For some reason, people really like to talk about the Tao and sex, probably because of that Eastern vibe, because um, I keep drawing them all anime-like. Apparently, apparently, Shy says they have sex by rubbing shoulders. And, and, oh, quote, and oh. quote, I am not joking. Oh. <laughs> the crew, the crew, that is, the crew. So you know if you you if you were to give a crew like a shoulder massage, oh yeah, a, you're jerk you're jerking him off. That's that's how yeah. it goes. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Oh, oh god, give him Shy, a pat on the shoulder. You know, it's like, hey, good job. And they're like, oh. Shy, <laughs> Shy, remind me if the, is this is it actually legitimately canon that how women prefer human men? Is that is that can I thought I remember hearing that. Oh, I don't. No, it's a Wait. meme. Thank Christ. Okay, good. I thought they said that in a book or something, and I thought that's why people said that, and I got really scared. So, how exactly would a crute and a human male? No, 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 no. There was the the meme. The meme was that Tao women, Tao women, not crute. Oh, oh, okay. Tao women, because Tao. of oh, okay. course. Because Eastern, because anime, because it has to be lewd. Because Tao probably have the oh. most porn drawn of them of any of any character. Yeah. There goes Shy posting weird <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> I don't even get that. Why is that funny? Because it's it's a fucking anime girl. Um, I I think in that anime she tries very 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 hard, uh, to show her affection to that dude, and that dude's just not having it. Oh, good. What what a fucking Chad. All right. Um, <laughs> um, what else do I got here? Uh, I have Vespids, um, insectoid race on, on a on a gas giant, which is pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. They have Vespid warriors, which are known as Stingwings, and they're kind of like flying. Uh, they're like flying insect troops. They're probably like the drones from Halo, going back to the Covenant. Mm -hmm. um, they have like cool little neutron blasters. They fly in there. They buzz around. They shoot shit. Oh, they look they're pretty, annoying. They, they, they are, if they weren't so terrible in the tabletop, they would be. Oh, no. <laughs> but 
but we don't need to worry about them, luckily for nope, us. Nope, 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 yeah, yeah, don't need to worry about that. Fitting name, though, Vespids, Insects, that makes sense. Yeah, Vespids is a good one. They have a lot of other species as well. I already mentioned the humans, the Guavesa. There's the Nikasar, which is a psychic ursine race. Uh, the Demiur, which is a humanoid mining species. The Torellians, which are like dog mercenaries that act, or dog-like aliens that work as mercenaries. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like frog creatures. Um, there's uh, what's the Morellian auxiliaries to employ death sworn to the Tau. Uh, the race greater good. Like, like there's so much of this other like like oh my, oh my the Nagi are a race of highly intelligent worms with mind control abilities. Like it's actually Whoa. pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Um, like this kind of gives me Mass Effect vibes, a whole culture yeah. with like all these different kinds of fucking races and stuff. And yeah. almost all of these are not seen at the tabletop or talked about. It's mainly just crude investments, oh, crude investments, Tau ethereals. That's it. It's kind of it's a little bit of like lacking flavor. Yeah, that's such a shame because the whole point of the Tau is like they have so many different like races under their banner because they're like. We want peace. Everybody join the Tau. Hooray. And it's like all I really knew about the Tau were like the, the blue dudes and the the mechs. Where it's like, man, they should really add a lot more variety to like what Tau minis there are. And add like a bunch of like, you know, Vespids and Worms and, uh, you know, the <laughs> you said the Demiurg, which is what the Squats became. Yeah, yeah. But, it, it, makes, it makes sense. Yeah. Now it's in the Tau are the main antagonists in XCOM. <laughs> oh no <laughs> um but on honestly there are a lot of this kind of like extra stuff that they could add into it that really gives it a little bit more flavor and, and fluff to it uh, mm -hmm. I, I mentioned the ethereals obviously which is you know that's like the that's where they try to get the grimdark stuff um yeah. though i should mention because there's lots of different kinds of tau seps and and a sept is a solar system that the tau area resides in and that's mm -hmm. kind of the similar thing to the different kinds of like regiments or or sisters orders and stuff mm -hmm. uh, or Necron dynasties. The, the sept is like when you play the game, you can like align yourself with a sept, like align yourself with like a forge world. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's the Tau sept, which is the the solar system. The Tau there's like Sasea or like Borkon and like all these different kinds of septs. One of them though that I do want to talk about is the Farsight enclaves. Because um, I have okay. to mention the Farsight Enclaves. The All the right. Farsight... Command, okay, so th if you had to choose, legitimately, who are the good guys in 40k, this is probably your closest bet. Um, oh, okay. Farsight... C Commander Farsight is kind of a chad. He uses a gigantic sword in battle with his, um, with his suit, which is unlike Tau. Um, oh. He actually has melee combat. He runs in there and beats the shit out of stuff. Basically, the Farsight Enclaves are a bunch of really heavily fortified Tau worlds that are completely independent and broke off from the Tau Empire. Oh. They saw what was going on with the Tau Empire. They kind of, I think they kind of got wind of the whole ethereal thing. And they were like, this ain't fucking right. This ain't okay. Like, you're doing this whole, hey, it's for the greater good. But in reality, it's either for the greater good or be demolished. Like, join the greater right. good or enjoy being a smoking crater. Right, or we'll so conquer it's, you and destroy everything you... Yeah, Yeah. so it's, you don't really have a choice in the matter. It's kind of similar mm. to the Emperor's Great Crusade, where he's like, be part of the Imperium. It's like, no, be part of my boot heel. <laughs> Fair enough. Shy, uh, Shy makes a statement where she's, I'm glad she's helping me with this, because for some reason, the wiki is really scarce on details. Oh. Um, but they said that they, um, she thinks their ethereal got killed off and they were like, wait a minute, my brain works again. <laughs> oh, really? So at that's a when, thought at least. Okay. I was going to say, so when G so when GW was like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll make this a uh, pheromone brainwashing. We'll also make a sec that got away from their ethereals or their ethereals got killed to show that, yeah, it's brainwashing and look, we're over here and we're different and. My brain works, and the ethereals are being douchebags. Yeah, like, they still obviously can understand the concept of uh, harmony between races and all, but they're this, they've broken off because they're like, this is forced, this is forced harmony, this is, this is yeah. unacceptable. And what's nice about the, about them is that, like, it also kind of shows the Tau do have that vibe because they tried to write Commander Farsight, who is basically a war hero, as, like, a cowardly deserter. 
or just trying like they were trying to rewrite him as in history yeah uh though a lot of people do have support for farsight uh because they're starting to realize this kind of issue and so he is leading this whole sub separate sub faction of the enclaves which actually are dressed in like bright um, or like a deep crimson red mm -hmm. armor which makes them look actually pretty fucking cool um i really really like the way the far side enclaves look they're probably the best color scheme of all of the uh of all the tau mm -hmm. um I, I think shy posted a picture they do look really really neat oh they do yeah the, the and, and oh go ahead dude uh Oh, and, and so so the Farsight are kind of like the ideal Tau. Like, if the brainwashing didn't exist, I assume, because they want it to be like, join us, peace, but it's your choice. We're not going to, like, brainwash you because we got brainwashed, we don't like it, and we don't want to do that to anybody. Or they're just kind of off in their own little space, just, like, brooding over stuff. Yeah, they're off. They're off trying to do their own thing. They're trying to expand. They're trying to still serve their own purpose, but they're like, okay, we're not interested in being a part of this this crazed organization. These people because they are not, well, like good. They're they're bad. They're they're taking control of our minds. This isn't our actual idea, right? Um, they actually do have some pretty cool fucking people. Um, I they have a particular thing called the Eight. Which is actually oh. one of my favorite things in, in the Tau Codex. They suck. They're terrible. But <laughs> I really, really like it. Basically, the eight, and you, you can run it, but it's the main governing body of the Farsight Enclaves. And it's eight separate battle suits for eight separate named characters, like a commando squad. Oh. And they're all in their own different kinds of battle suits. And they all work together. Like, there's Commander Farsight, Commander Bravestorm, Honor Shasavir Ovesa, Commander Brightsword, Commander Shavastus, uh, uh, Oblatai, Arakan, and Torchstar, and there are, and uh, there are a whole bunch of like their own battle suited up separate name characters with their own cool ideas, and it's oh. it's actually it's actually really fucking cool. Like yeah, it's it's basically like seven samurai, but obviously eight. Yeah. Um, and, but like Torchstar, for instance. Uh, is the youngest of the group and she has an affinity with like fire and loves to like have she has like double flamethrowers and mm. she's supposed to have like fire tattoos all across her body and shit and and like commander bravestorm is uh has a special a really special um <laughs> battle suit with it has this one punching weapon called the onager gauntlet but it's it's like it's like strength a million and like a damage Oof. a million but it's like one punch and you get you get one chance <laughs> I mean, it's if pretty you're going great. Anime, so you're, what you're telling me is he's one punch man. Is what you're, what, that's what you're, that's what you're going for, right? He's, shut up! Shut up! Shut up. <laughs> you're <a weapon>. <laughs> <laughs> Grumble, 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 grumble. Uh, is but, is that a picture of their mechs that Shy just posted? Like, yep, is that what those, they actually yep. look like? Those, those are the eight. They're pretty oh, cool. Man. The eight are I, actually pretty cool. I, I got. I'm becoming a fan of these guys. Like this, this sounds like that anime stuff that I'm like, ooh, it's the anime stuff that I don't hate. Yeah, it the the far side enclaves are the the Tau army for people who don't like Tau. Honestly, they're like, <laughs> if you're kind of like, uh, Tau, Tau lore, uh, those kind of things. Like, no, I want to play as the guys who broke off. I want to play as the defectors. I want to play as the underdogs. I want to play as the as the actual good guys. Mm -hmm. you, you probably would take far side enclaves. Yeah, uh, I, I, seeing all this stuff, I'm like, yo, maybe I should look into some Farsight minis, though. They they would not be bad. Painting up the eight is actually pretty cool. Um, and also, there's there's of course a a very a very like back and forth thing with another named character in the town known as Commander Shadowsome. Shy, oh. I'm going to ask you to please be civil here. Oh, um, <laughs> that's right. And what it, <laughs> And whenever you post, you post it. You 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 be you be smart with this one. Be safe um, about it, Chai. We don't want to get ultra canceled here. All right, no no demonetizations. Yes, let's let's not let's not do that. Commander <laughs> um, Shadow Sun is like a major player in the normal Tau. Mm -hmm. She was uh, she's commander of the Tau Firecasts, like some of their military campaigns and stuff. 
She's got like tons of, of nicknames. She's Spearhead of the Greater Good, True Disciple of Commander Pyrtai, the heroine of the Third Sphere expansion. She has all these fucking names, but she's like a really, really powerful and intelligent commander. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, she fucking hates Commander <laughs> Farsight. The two of them like would gladly just just go each other's throats at any possible time. Um, she's actually pretty Chad. Not gonna lie, uh, she's pretty cool. She's got a lot of really awesome, um, like, abilities, and she's, like, overall, she's actually pretty neato. Uh, but she's also, like, a total bitch, so <laughs> there's also that part. <laughs> I was gonna say, Shy posted a picture of her, and she looks really cool. She does. She, she actually got a dope. new uh, a new mini recently. Oh, yeah, um, let me see if I can find it. I'm sure Shy can get it, but yeah, yeah. Um, they uh, she her old miniature looked like really bad, uh, but they got a new one and it actually looks pretty cool. Uh, it actually looks really, really cool. Um, yeah, I like I like cool. a lot of the uh, I like a lot of the more character based stuff. Like the well, Farsight's a pretty old model. He needs to be changed, but um, but she actually has quite quite an impressive design to her. And uh, and she's she's pretty cool. The only problem is that naturally, uh, by being Commander Shadow Sun, you and uh, being a a female Tau named character, yeah, there's a reason I told Shy to be civil. Yeah, I'm 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 sure there's a lot of Rule Thirty Four stuff on her, isn't there? Yes, there? yes, there is. But like the official art for her, she's fucking metal. Oh like, shit. Like she's fucking cool, man. Like yeah. no, no meme. That mini is really dope. Should I posted a picture that looks fucking sick. It's really um, dope. There are certainly fine parts of the Tau. We give them a lot of shit because they they go too hard into the into the weeb stuff. They go a little too hard into that, mm -hmm. and they definitely don't. They definitely don't fit in terms of like like uh, visual design. You know, right. you have like the every every vehicle looks like a church style of the Imperium <laughs> or like the body horror Mechanicus. And then uh -huh. you have like Gundams. It, it definitely does not really fit. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, the closest they are like is Craftworld Eldar, I guess, which. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they have the uh, they have those really lanky sort of uh, mech robots, right? Yeah, they have the pinball heads and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but even then that, that they're a little bit more like smooth. Uh, because yeah. they're they're Eldar, whereas the Tau they definitely do feel like they don't fit in the aesthetic thing. But mm -hmm. truth truth be told, us uh, or truth be told, um, oh yeah, they also have a lot of AI. Um, they have a fuckload of drones. They have oh. so many drones. So the Imperium really doesn't like them. The Imperium probably work with well besides the Craft World Eldar, the Imperium probably work with the Tau the most. Um, huh. they, they I mean they they kill them more than they work with them. But ah, they they do have occasional <laughs> diplomatic backs and forth with them. Okay. Um, like they, I think they work with the Craftworld Eldar probably the most because they uh, Craftworld Eldar are pretty scary, and mm. they're a lot of times they're like we're both trying to get this thing. Oh my god, there's a million Tyranids here. It's like hey, let's yeah let's let's get rid of them together. Similar thing with with the Tau. Um, okay. But yeah. <laughs> The drones and the, the millions of drones they have is also an annoyance in the tabletop because the drones do that thing where they like jump in front of a of a gunshot or like a rocket, oh, and they and they so take they the hit. Little shields. Yeah, it's called Savior Protocols. Uh, it basically made the Tau the most unfun army to fight for a good while, because <laughs> um, what they would do is they would stick on the, they have these three mechs called Riptides, and they're mm -hmm. fucking huge. And what they would do is take those guys with gigantic, like, fuck-off guns and then surround them in drones, and then they were unkillable and were able to kill oh. you to, like, a massive margin. Wow. Um, yeah, we got to talk a little bit about their battle suits, though, uh, because okay. battle suits are kind of a pretty big part of, of their lore. Um, the battle suits scale up in various different ways. Uh, Shy posted a wonderful picture of them. Um, so you start Whoa. off with your, ta your Tau Warrior, which is obviously in the bottom left, Mm -hmm. And then you've got the stealth battle suit, which is, well, it's what, it's what you expect. Because this, this is like this is like full sci-fi shit. Like a stealth battle suit will literally have a a, a like cloaking field. Like they will turn okay. invisible. It'll look it'll look completely invisible, and it'll like decloak like Mass Effect style. 
Um, they they have like a lot. It'd that... be a pain in the ass in the in the tabletop. Something that could just. Eh, they're they're just minus one to hit. No one really cares. Oh, oh well, that's a shame. It's a little unfortunate, but it's yeah. it's smaller. It's light. They generally operate as like lone wolves, covert stuff. Um, there's right. there's tons of battle suits. They always start off with like XV something, um, XV eight, XV twenty five, XV twenty two. Like there's like the XV twenty five is a stealth suit used by the Earth cast, currently being phased out and used for the Fire cast. Um, there's the XV forty six Vanguard Void battle suit to explore space hulks. Okay. Uh, the XV eight Crisis battle suit is a personal favorite. <laughs> It's a little smaller. Um, I think it's the, the yellow one. And it's just, it's a lot smaller. And it's got like a, I think you can actually turn them into like bodyguards, kind of. They look, they, okay. I think they're more like titans. Maybe like like small titans in a, in like Titanfall. Mm-hmm. Um, there's my, the XV88 broadside. Now, the broadsides are for fucking big dick motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> the broadsides are cool. Okay, the 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 right, XV eighty eight, the XV eighty eight broadside uh, carry normally carries a gigantic heavy railgun, uh, or they carry more missiles than you can possibly count. Oh, uh, they're they're actually really cool looking. They like hulk around this gigantic railgun and they just like blast everything to bits. I mean, um, if you're gonna be an anime mech, you have to fire just an insane amount of missiles. That's that's a prereq. Oh yeah, either you can either set uh, set these guys up for one of two different variations: either the one that Shy posted, which is the giant railgun, or nothing but missiles, and then <laughs> oh just <God>. never-ending <laughs> missiles. And it's pre- and it's pretty cool. I think the XV88 is is probably my favorite. Uh, they're a little stocky, but it's because they have to carry around a gun the size of a semi truck. Yeah. I, I like that the missile one is in the color scheme of Heavy Arms Custom. He's a he's a Gundam that just he, he just he just shoots missiles and all of his arms are Gatling guns. That's just all he does. He just fires munitions all day long. Man, I miss Armored Core. Oh, I do too. I played Armored I, Core for answers a lot. I don't I, I don't it. think I did that. I played Armored Core like two and three. Oh, I didn't. Oh, those were good. <laughs> um. Oh, there's also uh, another battle suit I really like is known as the uh, XV-86 Cold Star. Uh, the Cold Star Ooh. battle suit is one that, like, commanders tend to carry around, or they can, tend to use them. They're mm-hmm. extraordinarily fast, uh, and, oh. and they're able to, like, zip around the battle. I think they have, like, a they have like a 20-inch movement. But, like, okay, that's, so, so a, uh, a, a guardsman moves six, a marine moves six, a tank moves 12. A dark Eldar skimmer craft moves 16. This thing moves like 20. This thing just like... <laughs> fucking... Jesus. Flies across the map. I really... I think if you use the Cold Star, you're you're an absolute big dick guy, just like um, the, the XV-88. <laughs> because normally using the Cold Star is you fly it up right next to your opponent's, like, captain or leader, and you just mm-hmm. fucking torch them, and then you just <laughs> die because, you know, you're surrounded. But it's just so oh, yeah. cool. So do they? I'm. Do these um, uh, robots? Do they? Uh, do they or battle suits? I suppose. Do they cost a lot then? Because I mean, they're 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 giant fucking mechs. They have to. I'm sure that you can't just have a Tau fleet that's just like, yeah, I have six thousand mechs and it's only twelve hundred points. Uh oh oh, you mean on the tabletop? Uh, it yeah, depends. Yeah. Like XV eights and and broadsides and stuff can go between like you know fifty points, hundred points, depending. Riptides are pretty expensive. They normally run you like three hundred something if you take one. Um, and then you got like the big ones, like like the Talnar supremacy armor. There's a picture of that guy right there. That thing Ooh. is is just enormous. Um, and that thing, I don't know how much it costs, but it costs a lot. It has it has triple barrel pulse ordnance multi drivers and heavy rail cannons. But it's, oh. it's a bunch of shit, right? Um, oh, there is the there is the Storm Surge, which is actually one of their Lords of War. Uh, I like the Storm Surge. I think it looks fucking cool. It's a little boxy, but mm-hmm. the Storm Surge is definitely expensive. But it's got <laughs> a lot of missiles and a giant <laughs> shoulder gun of doom. I, I can see how that you know it's it's all missiles. It looks so fucking derpy. Like it, it looks, it looks boxy and silly. Yes, I know. Yeah, it's so 
Derby. I kind of love it. I, I really like it because it has like 9 million missiles. It's kind of cool. It does. It does. I actually like the so, Storm Surge. It's so um, derpy. There's like the Yavara battle suit, which is like this giant flamethrower one. Uh, there's the hazard battle shoots, which obviously what they are. There's the Riptide, which we've discussed. The Riptide is, is probably the main, most iconic one. It's gigantic. It's got a bunch of guns. It's got a big shield. Very, very powerful. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of options when it comes to these different kinds of battle suits. I really like the Ghost Keel battle suit, personally. I think oh. the Ghost Keel looks really cool. They tend to, like... They tend to fashion it to look a lot like uh, Titanfall. I guess they keep doing Titanfall uh, kit bashes with the Ghost Keel. Um, oh, it's kind of like a yeah, like a yeah, yeah. sort of like a big stealth version. I like that one. Right. Um, there's, there's a lot of there's some cool suits. Like I said, my problem is that they feel like they're they're too heavy on suits. Yeah. Um. But even so, it's like they don't look they don't look bad. Some of them, I think, like when you get too many of them, they can end up becoming a bit of a problem. But like. That's the thing is that if I never see another Riptide in my life, I'll be okay because <laughs> Riptides have like destroyed the game. Well, not anymore, but they did for a while. Um, but like oh, Ghost Keels, Storm Surges, Broadsides, they're pretty cool, but no one really runs them as much. And then uh, that makes me sad. Did did the um, did the Riptides get like hella nerfed or something? And that's why they're no, just a just anymore? how just how suck ass right now. <laughs> um, so okay, okay, so if we're talking about the tabletop. <laughs> Every time on the tabletop, Tau are if if not the worst, the worst like the worst faction in the game. They are arguably the worst faction in the game, next to like maybe Gene Steeler cultures or something. Um, they're they're fucking terrible. The main issue is that they the game swapped from kill everything to take objectives and hold them. And Tau oh. are terrible in melee. They never melee ever, and they're they don't have a lot of like forward like they have lots of range which makes it harder for them to do close to range hold an objective yeah yeah so it's a common it's just mainly like a meta thing cuz they can still kill they just can't kill yeah. hard enough and other codexes are making them are are making them feel worse and worse the longer it takes for them to get right. a new one right so oof poor tau players yeah like i got no issue with with tau or tau players you know i didn't want to like i hate fighting the fucking triple rip they call it triptide uh, the triple riptide <laughs> with a whole bunch of uh, drones, but you get like a good old a good old Tau army, right? You get yourself some infantry, you get some drones, you get some uh, some like uh, transports. They're called like devilfish and hammerheads, and you get maybe one riptide, a couple broadsides, you know, maybe some crew auxiliary. Like that's a cool army, that's badass. Yeah. But no one really does that. They they do they do triptides or stuff like that. I'm like ah yeah. You know, I, I I think I think I have shifted to not hating the Tau. Have I, you? Yeah, I think this episode has shifted me to not hating the Tau. Like I I used to hate the Tau because I look at them and be like, oh my god, you're you're trying way too hard to be Robotech and Macross, and now like seeing the wide variety of like other mechs that they have and like the Farsight and like. Their lore is pretty cool that, like, there's a sect of them trying to be good guys. There's a sect of them that's like, oh, we're going to brainwash you, even though I'd kind of prefer if they were just a good... It's kind of cool, actually. I don't hate this. Uh, they are, like I said, they are both better and worse than expected. They are yeah. better than you think, but they're still not quite the level of everything else. Yeah. You know, they, they still have a little bit of, of growing up to do, in my opinion. So um, how how new are they exactly? Like when did the Tau like first get into Warhammer? Like because they're the most recent, right? I think so. Uh, I mean, they're not the most recent Codex per se, but like the newer ones have been like Admech Codex. Oh, right, I mean, right, they, they already existed, but you know, I don't actually really know. I thought Tau came out in like fifth edition. Okay. Um, and it's what, what? eighth edition now or something? Uh, ninth. Ninth, gotcha. Okay, here we go. Tau are a playable race in the second expansion pack, Dark Crusade, released October 2006. So it's oh, been that 15 is years. Recent. Yeah. yeah For an I'll, oh, new oh, faction, oh, I mean. Thir yeah. Third edition. Third edition. That's one. Oh, okay. Um, the book was. Oh, here we go. The Codex Tau is an expansion book. Book was published for the first time in 2001, actually. 
Okay. Um, so there, I mean, that's, oh my God, that's 20 years. Holy shit. Oh, let's, um, let's not talk about let's that. Let's not do that. <laughs> let's no. Let's not go down that Oh road. my God. Mm-hmm. Um, How okay. about any other topic? <laughs> uh, appa- apparently in the timeline, they've known them for about 300 years. The Imperium are aware of them for like 300 years. Okay. Besides the, the original 6,000 years ago notice. Yeah. Even um, in so Warhammer, that's, still, that's fairly recent. They're, they're the upstart. They're the new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're they are fine. They're not as fleshed, but I I I think I might look into some of those Farsight. Uh, I, I might look into some of the eight minis and be like, hey, hey, you guys, are, you guys are cool. You guys are anime as fuck. Like, if your minis look dope, like maybe. maybe. Hey, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to grab some of those some of those guys to paint up, try out. There's there's yeah. literally n- no issue with that. Yeah, they're, I don't they're tabletop. I don't care if they suck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and honestly, the only reason they suck is because they don't have the next codex out. The moment they get that, they'll probably be good again. Oh, let's go. So so honestly, like yeah, if if you want to grab something like that, there's really there's no stopping you. There's no reason not to. I have no issue with people collecting Tau. I have no issue with people who like Tau. I'll still give mm-hmm. them some shit because it's fun for me, <laughs> and you get a deal with it. But besides that. Yeah, yeah, I'm mm, might be a Farsight fan. Oh, good. I mean, I mean that's that's the good Tau, you know. That's the, the real good, the good tau. guys. Yeah, they're and the you get to have a do with the big sword. Tau is what yeah. they are. Yeah. Most people think Farsight is cool, and they just think Tau themselves are a little bit like, eh. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely in that uh, in that category for sure. So with that, I don't know if there's anything else I need to talk about. I think I've hit most of the points. Uh, to okay. the Tau fans, I, I hope I did okay. The um, Obviously, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Tau, but I did my best to give, give them a fair, a fair go. Yeah, you know? I think it was I, a fair I tried to be go. fair. Like, it, it wasn't like you were just here like, oh, the Tau did this, and fuck them, because I hate them, and they're stupid. Like, it was, that was a fair episode and like you made a farsight fan out of me so yeah true true shall shall we shall we get to the real the real episode now Ooh, let's 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 get let's get to it let's get to the star attraction the reason Ple- th- yes. this is why you did tau right because it's their anime their weave yep and this we, is we, this is the way this <laughs> this is the way Ooh. all uh, right let me make let me make a watch together I was gonna say, are we gonna do a three, two, one hit play or? <laughs> oh God, what is this title? Doge oh. Van Dyer's Feet Czar Adventure. Ew! Ew! I hate it! I hate it! Why? Why does it have to be a Feet Czar? Ew! Because it's my, Doge Van Dyer. All right, here's the link. Here's the link. I um. Fucking hell. I don't want it. Fucking hell, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Alright, I'm playing it. Here we go. You okay, ready? Okay, okay. I am ready. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <sighs> oh. No, oh, the, I hate the, the music too. things. <laughs> oh, the voice. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> Uh, I'm putting volume at five percent. <laughs> Max the volume. I oh my god, I the voice! Ah. It's so high. It's so high. It hurts. Why have you ruined like my favorite part of Warhammer? It's like my favorite piece of lore. This is your fault. <laughs> You know, it's their patron's fault. Time to die. I have many wiki feet pages to edit. <laughs> no! Oh no! no! You did not! <laughs> are you fucking? Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? Are you actually shitting me? Are you actually shitting me? That's it. I'm gonna have to become a game dev. 
I'm going to become a game dev because I'm gonna because the only the only fucking the only fucking thing of people seeing one of the coolest moments in all of 40k, the Alicia Dominica fucking like like a confrontation, is now the only thing they can find for that topic is this fucking video. I need to make a game or a movie or something so I can purge the search history. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm okay. Are um, you? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm not. Uh, that was great. <laughs> so, Bricky, what, uh... <laughs> Yeah, what yeah, what's up? <laughs> um mm. So, uh, what are we doing next time? <laughs> you know, I can't technically fire shy. <laughs> it's her it's her baby. You can't fire her. I I I would like we don't have <sighs> an HR we don't have an HR rep or a union. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's you got, you know, you just have to you have to deal with it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go play Stardew Valley. <laughs> something that wanna hurt me. <laughs> that was great. Come on. The old Super the only, Ultra Anime Millie? I mean come the, on. The only good part is is the fucking the fucking uh, the world effect at the end. That part caught me <laughs> off guard. That one wasn't that bad. I, that's I the, guess all, that's all I'm giving you. If if you're gonna JoJo, you have to Zawad though, right? You have to. And of course, it's as he's pushing the wiki feet. The wiki he's feet. Edit, yeah, course, that that's know. that's fine. It's fine. Uh. I can't <sighs> believe you did that. I can't believe you's a world. <laughs> yeah, good work, uh, Noddle Noodle. I I never learned how to pronounce your name, but that shit is so cash, dude. Um, it genuinely looks like just ripped right out of the pages of JoJo. So great work, and and wow, Bricky, thanks for for helping make this a reality and and turning your most treasured moment in Warhammer 40k into a big giant anime feet meme really buy buy our buy our merch <laughs> buy the merch buy our buy our merch so i can so i can you know so we can be okay buy our merch <laughs> you want to you want to do an official outro or are you too scarred for that fuck this man you, you know, you know what? At, at, at six thousand, <laughs> at, at six thousand patrons, we'll make Doge Van Dyer merch. Oh, there you go. Yeah? There, 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 there you go. Six, we, we six, got, 6K. You know, I was gonna say there are some places that will do custom order plushies. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>